Welcome everyone. Good evening. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Allie Braun and I'm the Director of Special Projects at International Commission. I host the E&E trainings every other Thursday and our presenter for tonight is Penny Swanson and you're going to be introduced to her in just a few moments. For those of you who aren't quite familiar with International Commission and what E&E &E stands for, E&E &E stands for the Equipping and Enabling in our mission statement because we exist to equip and enable believers worldwide to conduct church-based evangelism projects so that we can reach on believers and make disciples. We are here to enable and equip you. We are living in such a pivotal time in our nation, and it's essential that we grow a heart for prayer and evangelism and discipleship if we don't have that heart already, because God has a heart for the nations, and we are to be people after his own heart. As most of you know, Jesus gave us the Great Commission, and it was his last words to us. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, so go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And he said, I'm with you always to the end of the age. This is the Great Commission. It's not the Great Suggestion. It's not the OK Commission. <laughs> I love God's words. It's the Great Commission. And so we at International Commission are pro-Great Commission. So that's why we're here tonight. We want to equip and enable you to go and make disciples. So this is week number two of our eight-week E&E training series. It's every other week. And we are going through Operation Andrew. And Operation Andrew is actually seven steps, um, but we're going to be teaching you the seven steps over an eight-week period. And Operation Andrew is simply a tried-and-true model of praying, reaching, and discipling people all over the world. International Commission has used this prayer model for the 48 years that we've been in ministry, and we found it so effective that we didn't want to keep this simple strategy a secret. We wanted to share it with you. Um, but above all, in sharing these steps, we just I just want to encourage you um, in your personal relationship with the Lord to be sensitive and obedient to the Holy Spirit in how he might lead you specifically throughout these steps. Um, so we're not here to say um, you're going to receive a 100% money back guarantee if you do these seven steps exactly every other week. Um, just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as you pray, as you reach out to your friends and family, and as we go through these steps every other week. So this is step number two. It's, it's, it's entitled Show and Tell, and Penny is going to teach you all about it later tonight. We're also going to review step number one in case you missed it last week. So we'll build on with number two. Um, we're also going to do a giveaway at the end. So if you were not our lucky winner a couple weeks ago, stay on till the end because we're going to be doing another giveaway. And also, if you don't have your Operation Andrew card from a couple weeks ago, make sure you have that with you. You'll also want a pen, paper, Bible, all that good stuff for you to take notes and add on to your card. So um, we have an outline for our trainings. It's simply we're going to share with you what the objectives are. So what can you learn? What can you expect to learn from tonight? 
Then we're going to have um, a short time of celebration and I'm going to issue a poll for everyone. Just one simple question to gauge everyone who's here tonight. Then we're going to go into our time of training where Penny will present. We'll have a time of breakout rooms at the end where I will assign you a small group where you can interact just more personally and talk amongst yourselves. And then finally, we will end the evening with a challenge. So something for you to implement in the upcoming week. So this will be um, just about at an hour, maybe a little under, maybe a little over. So I hope that you're flexible with us on that time frame as well, if we happen to go over just a little bit. So here are the objectives for step number two or part two. So we're going to recap um, step one briefly if you miss it or maybe if you just need a refresher. Um, we're going to review Operation Andrew and its affiliate with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. And then we're going to dive right into show and tell what that means, give you some examples. Um, it's, not in it's not terribly complicated. We're not going to try to overcomplicate it or over explain it to you. But we do just want to show you how we have seen this put into play over many years of ministry and what it can look like in your life. I would love to hear if anyone has any praises or updates since we had our first training a couple weeks ago and you wrote down names. Did anyone happen to see God do anything in your life or your friend's life over these past couple weeks as you prayed for them? Hey, Allie, this is Gary. Yes, Gary. Hey, uh, so I had been praying for my friend Jeff. Uh, I've known him for quite some time, probably more than um I, two years and i had put him on my operation andrew card and had been praying for him for 15 months or more and uh two fridays ago i got to share jesus with him and uh and he he did accept christ and so that was a celebration that um uh, uh, God is doing just amazing things. And so now I'm going to uh, be with Jeff um, and do some discipleship with him as well. So praise God for that. Yes, praise God, Gary. I'm so happy that you're on here and you shared that story. Um, if you are not a part of our Facebook group, our Operation Andrew Partners Facebook group, um, we shared that story with you a couple weeks ago when Gary reported it. And as you may remember, Gary was our week one presenter. So thank you, Gary, for sharing that awesome story. Praise God. Anyone else? Yeah, um, so those of you who are not in Texas are probably still aware that we had a really deep freeze uh, last week, which um, uh, took a toll on a lot of people's um, uh, plumbing and, and electricity and stuff. But on the plus side, uh, it gave me an extra opportunity to um, reach out to some of the neighbors that I'm praying for that, that are on my card and um, just to, to help um, take them milk or bread uh, or, or whatever. Um, they checked on me, I checked on them and just gave us extra, you know, extra points of contact to, to get in touch and, and show care and I let them know that I was praying for them. Great, thank you. All right, so 
now is our time of training where we're going to transition into step number two. So I am so excited to introduce you to our presenter tonight. Her name is Penny Swanson. And Penny, a little bit about her. She's been married to her husband, Fred, for 31 years. And together they have two yeah, children and one wonderful granddaughter who just turned four the other day. And Penny has been serving in global missions ministry for 15 years in various capacities and has traveled all over the world doing missions trips. She has a passion for engaging believers in evangelism and has a heart for encouraging people to serve in missions work all around the world. She first learned about International Commission in January of 2019 and then came on staff with International Commission December of 2019 um, as a mobilization strategist, which means that she recruits and leads teams on short-term global mission projects. So Penny has a lot of missions and ministry experience. She has experience going on trips with us and seeing Operation Andrew put into practice. So go ahead and lead us through step number two of Operation Andrew. Oh, I think you are muted, Penny. Yes, and sorry about that. I, um, when that happened, I lost, I'm trying to see the, um, Hold on. Uh, sorry, it threw me off because now I couldn't see your slides and I need to be able to see this. So there we go. Okay. Are we good? Yep, absolutely. Okie dokie. Um, so real quick, just to review uh, step one, uh, which Gary presented a couple of weeks ago on your card. Step one was uh, writing down your list of uh, 10 of people that uh, you are going to be praying for daily so that um, you can be praying for them and for their salvation. And those are the people that you want to be able to share the gospel with. And as Ali um, shared earlier, we use the Operation Andrew model that was adopted from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association with their permission. And so this is the model that we've used um, on our projects and uh, around the world for um, all of the time that we've been in ministry. And it's very effective. And we're so excited to be able to break it down for you and do these trainings uh, so that you can use it, not just individually, um, but it's something that you can take and you can do as people have shared with their small groups um, in Sunday school classes, churches are doing these now. Um, as a church uh, starting here in North America. And so uh, it's exciting to be able to share these with you. So we are going to talk about uh, step two. And um, Allie, are you progressing the slides because I'm not seeing them? There we go. Um, so step two is, um, before we do that, I wanna make sure I was going to ask everyone uh, to hold up their cards or their list. Um, does everybody have a list? Um, and if you weren't here last week, go ahead. If you don't have this, uh, make out a list as we're talking tonight of people that you know who um, are not believers or you're not sure and put their name down on the list and 
That way you have something in front of you that daily you will be praying for. And Allie will have to remind me if we provided a copy of this. I do not remember that from last time of where they can actually find a copy of the Operation Andrew um, pamphlet. We did not provide a copy last week. It is on our website under okay. um, events and then resources, um, Evangelism Toolkit. There's a free download for our Evangelism Toolkit and the whole Operation Andrew card is found in there. Perfect, thank you so much. Okay, so step two uh, tells us that when given the opportunity, we wanna show our Operation Andrew card to the person whose name that you have written down on your card so they can see that you have them on your prayer list. It's very important that they know you're praying for them. And um, it sounds very simple and it is, uh, but we wanna go through this in a little more detail and talk about what it, how to show people uh, your card and what to tell them when you're talking to them and telling them that you're praying for them. Um, and as I go into this, there's um, a picture that I wanna show you. And this is a quick story about the Operation Andrew process. This is from my trip to uh, Indonesia in, um, March of 2019 with International Commission. It was my first International Commission trip. And um, the young man in the um, top of the picture with the stripes on his sleeve, um, his name is Danny. And the pastor um, is next to him, Pastor Billy. And um, it was really neat. So we Pastor Billy's church had been doing the Operation Andrew process, waiting for our team to come and join them for the week of evangelistic outreach. We went on Monday morning, very first house we went to, very first um, Operation Andrew visit that we had scheduled was at Danny's house. Now, Danny's brother is the member of the church, and he's the one who had Danny's name and the rest of his family on his Operation Andrew card. And so we walked in first thing Monday morning, and it was his parents and, and Danny and um, his sister and um, grandmother. And I'm, I could not remember, I cannot right now remember the young man's name of whose house we went to. Danny is his brother. And um, we shared the gospel with the Evangicube, which is the tool that we use on our projects. And Danny accepted the Lord that morning. He had a ton of questions and he was very excited about it. And his brother was even more excited because he'd been praying all of this time and had his name on that list. And um, a couple days later, we were going out on visits again to some more people from Pastor Billy's church. And we had asked Danny's brother if he would like to go with us since he had been so enthusiastic about having us come to his house and he had been such a a uh, um, huge participant in the OA process uh, with his church during that time, but he was not available. He had to work that day. But Danny came with us. So Danny, who accepted Christ on Monday morning from our visit, um, came out and went on visits with us three days later. And I thought that was amazing. He he had not just an in, internal uh, transformation, but you can see he's got short hair. He's, he had long hair when we met him on Monday. He went and got cleaned up and, 
and um, just his outward countenance changed. It, it was a beautiful picture to see this difference of not just his heart changing, but just his whole mannerisms and the joy he had. And so he got to go out that day and go on visits with us. But because his brother had his name on, a, on the card and had been praying for him diligently, for him to then see um, his brother Danny come to Christ and then to see Danny go out, that, that is amazing to me. And that is what happens when you are in, intentionally praying for the people on your list and looking for opportunities to share the gospel with them. Um, so I wanted to share that story really quick with you um, as we move forward. So what are some ways that you can show your card? It, it's very simple. Um, you can physically show them the card. You, if you're out having coffee with them, if you're, um, uh, it, it may be your children. You, you may have young children at home and they can see that their name is on the card because they haven't accepted the Lord yet. And um, it may be with a coworker. Uh, maybe you may have your hairdresser on here or your barber. You may have your gym trainer, whoever's on here. You can physically show them their name on the card. Uh, you can text them, send them a Facebook messenger uh, message saying, Hey, I've been thinking about you and I just want to tell you that I'm praying for you daily. Take a picture, circle their name um, if you text them and let them know that you've been praying for them. They won't know that you're praying for them if you don't tell them. Uh, there's also phone calls. I know we don't make a lot of phone calls like we used to, but uh, it is people enjoy getting a quick phone call saying, hey, I've been thinking about you and I've been praying for you. Um, so those are the ways to show that that's the easy piece of it. Uh, but what I want to talk to you a little bit more in detail is about tell. And um, on our next slide, there you go. Uh, the second part of Operation Andrew um, Step 2 says, we have seen people come to Christ during this phase because they are a by the care shown for them. They realize they are important to somebody and somebody cares about them and loves them enough to pray for them. And 1 Peter 3.15 says, instead you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. And I put this verse up here and I wanted to remind you that when we tell someone we're praying for them, it's very possible, very likely that they will ask you why or what are you praying for me? They may not ask and they may just say thank you, but sometimes they may also give you, a, oh, you've been praying for me? Could you pray for my mom? Or could you pray for my job situation? They may give you something specific. And that can give you an open door into a more in-depth conversation with them about what you can pray specifically. But you also need to be prepared to share the gospel if they ask you why you are praying, because you are actually praying for their salvation. That's what this list is. These people are on your list because you're praying for their salvation. So when they ask why, 
you need to be prepared to be able to share the gospel with them. Um, you can't rely on just inviting them to church later in hopes that they will hear the gospel there and accept Christ. It's through personal relationship and testimonies that will, people will come to a saving knowledge of Christ. You have a relationship with these people, whether it's a uh, not it's a, maybe a casual or an acquaintance relationship. It's your hairdresser or barber that you see every couple of months, um, or it may be your family member that you see and talk to on a regular basis. Whoever it is, you have some sort of a relationship with them because that's why you put them on your list. It's that relationship that gives you that opportunity to begin to share the gospel with them. Uh, on ways to tell, if you don't feel prepared to share the gospel, IC has pulled together, International Commission has pulled together various tools for you um, to help you work on an easy way for you to share the gospel. We'll, um, we actually will be covering some of these in a later step of this training series. Right now, you can find them on our website under Evangelism Resources, and there's um, different ways. There is no one way. It's whatever way works best for you and helps you share the gospel the easiest. It's your personal testimony. It can be a 15-second testimony. It can be a four-point conversation. All of these are listed. Um, ABCs of Salvation, the three circles, which I think many of you are familiar with, and there's the EvangelCube, like what we use on our evangelistic outreach projects. So there's many ways to share the gospel, and um, it, it really is just whatever works best for you that you're, com like I said, you're comfortable with. But I want to, I highlighted personal testimony because that is your most powerful tool. What the Lord has done in your life speaks volumes, and that is what you know the best. And some of you may not have a my life before Christ and my life after Christ story, because if you were like me, you were, I was a child when I accepted Christ. I didn't have a significant before and after um, story like that. And that's okay. What I can share is what God has done in my life throughout my life, because I've been following him as my Lord and Savior. That's my testimony. And then... Pairing that with the gospel, the gospel is as as easy as saying that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that the wages of sin is death, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, that God sent his only one and only son. <laughs> I can't, I'm tongue-tied. Um, for God sent his one and only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. And then that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that you believe in your, I've said it backwards, if you believe in your heart that um, God raised him from the dead, then um, you'll be saved. I mean, it's that simple of putting those verses along with your testimony. You've shared the gospel. It, it's that, it's that easy. And um, I think that we get caught up in um we're so worried that they might ask us why we're praying or want to know more. And um, that's why I put these next verses uh, on the next screen. Uh, 
Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which I know many of you are familiar with, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And Joshua 1, 9, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. These verses are reminders that God is with us when we are sharing the gospel. His word does not return void to him. And he is with us and he gives us the courage and the boldness that we need to share the gospel. Um, I recently read a quote by uh, Shane Pruitt. Some of you may know who he is. Some may not. He is with North American Mission Board. And he said, can we honestly say that Jesus is the most important person in our life if we refuse to talk about him? And that was very convicting for me and a great reminder uh, that he is the most important person in my life. And I do need to be sharing him and talking about him. And God will give me the boldness and the courage that I need and that I need to pray about that all of the time that um, I think most people who are unbelievers think that we as believers want to talk about religion uh, and not about Jesus. But if Jesus is that important to us, then we need to share him, bring people to God's kingdom, shift the focus from saving them from something to a message of hope and saving them to something. Focus on bringing another person into God's kingdom as a gift to God. Look, God, here's another person who's accepted your son and now wants to follow him. That, to me, shifts my perspective so much. And I'm not scared. I'm excited. I'm excited to share that with someone and show them um, who God is and what he's done for them in a way that sounds so full of joy and love. And you can't help but get excited about wanting to share when you just start praying for that courage and that boldness and that reminder of bringing someone to the Lord. And um, I just, that, that just means a lot to me and having that viewpoint. And I think that that does help overcome some of that fear and I know a lot of people will say well especially with family members they're in my family and I have to have a relationship with them for the rest of my life and if I share Jesus and what if they say no or what if they get angry or whatever it is and I'll be honest I had some family members on my husband's side of the family I had some excuses for not wanting to share with the gospel with them for a long time. One, we didn't live nearby and I was worried that what if I share the gospel and I'm not there to disciple them after the process? Or what if I share the gospel and they've seen my sinful nature when I first met my husband, I wasn't walking closely with the Lord. They saw my lifestyle then. And so now are they going to think I'm a hypocrite? And I just began to listen to the Holy Spirit and God speak to me to say, Penny, you're not a hypocrite. 
you're real, you're human, and your testimony is for them to see the change that I have done in your life over time. And that is what they're going to see. They're not going to see, oh my gosh, I remember when you used to do this and this and this. Now they look at me and say, wow, look at what God has done in your life. And they're open to hearing the gospel. And I've shared it with all of them now. And um, several of them have accepted Christ and we're still family. So um, I just think that we sometimes have to just remember to pick ourselves out of the picture and let God be in control. And that, that is the part of the tell. And um, the next thing I wanted to share in this is to pray with intention. When you are praying over your list, um, we often pray for our unbelieving family and friends and coworkers. We're praying for these, the people on this list. And maybe we've had them on this list for a very long time. You know, I think a lot of us can say we have that one family member or that one coworker or that friend that we've been praying for for 15 years or 20 years or however long it is. And we've been waiting for them to hear the gospel from another source or to ask us about God on their own prompting or just to understand and receive salvation through telepathy by seeing Christ in our lifestyle. We think, oh, they see that we're different. They see that our behavior or they hear us talk about the Lord and about scripture, but that doesn't save them. That doesn't show them the steps that it takes to accept Christ and have eternal life. It shows them what it is to live a life for Christ, but they're not automatically full of the knowledge of how to hear the gospel and accept Christ based on just watching our lifestyle. They may never ask about our lifestyle. They may just assume that we are a good person with good morals and character traits. They'll think, hey, they're a great person. I, I would love to be more like them. Wonder what it is that makes them different. Sometimes they don't wonder that. They just have a high respect for, for our life, but it's not enough for us to think that that's the only way they're going to see Christ and know how to have a life with him. That is not intentional prayer and in that it does not involve my part in the answer to the prayer. So when you put them on the list, you need to be intentional about God using you in the answer to that prayer for that person's salvation. We have to pray for God to use us in the process of reaching that person for Christ. We have to pray for ourselves to be open to hearing and seeing when God is giving us an open door or an opportunity to share the gospel with that person on our list. I know we've all had that moment where we have looked back on a conversation with someone and we've realized that we should have shared in that moment. Or um, the opportunity was there and we saw it and didn't take it or we didn't even see it and we missed it. There's been, I'm sure, many opportunities that God has placed someone in my life for me to have a conversation and share the gospel and I wasn't even paying attention. And 
I couldn't tell you who they are now because I, I wasn't paying attention. And so when you're praying, pray for God to provide open doors. I heard this from one of our staff people last week um, on one of our calls. He said, pray for open doors, pray for boldness to step through them and clarity of understanding for the person on the other side. And I equate it to a doctor who has all the tools and the medicines to treat someone and then laying them out on the table and expecting that person to take those and use them without the doctor's input. Okay, here you go. Here's the medicine or here's the, the tools that you need to do surgery. Now you go do it. No, we have to be in the process. We know the answer. We know how to have a relationship with Christ. We're the believer. We have the knowledge of the gospel and we know how to, to share our faith. So you have the answer to your prayer for that person on the list. You are who God will use to bring that person to him, whether it's you sharing or whether it's you having someone come along with you to share the gospel with you. However, God provides that opportunity for you to share the gospel with that person you are the answer to that prayer. So you need to pray intentionally for that person, but also intentionally that God will use you in that answer for the prayer. And something that I just want to remind you before um, I talk about our challenge and we go into our breakout rooms is that for you to remember that you were on someone's list one time. At some point, whether your name was written down or not, you are on somebody's list for salvation. Somebody wanted to reach you for the, with the gospel, whether it was your parent, whether it was your best friend, another coworker, someone in your church, someone um, that you knew from a social event or um, sports team, whoever it was, somebody had you on their list and they were praying for you to share the gospel with you. And so that, that's what I want to remind you of, is that you were on someone's list. These people um, are waiting for you to be intentional, and not just in your prayers for them, but in sharing with them. And so the challenge that uh, I want to challenge you with to take away from this is one, um, to join our Operation Andrew Partners Facebook group that Allie mentioned earlier. This is a great way to connect with each other so that you can encourage each other so that you can have that camaraderie with each other and share your praises and requests. Um, to hear stories like Gary that he's been praying for his friend Jeff and um, Jeff accepted the Lord that is amazing and wonderful and a great praise to share. And that that's encouraging. It gives us a, another thing to think, oh gosh, if, if it worked for Gary, it can work for me. And um, so I encourage you and challenge you to join that group. I need to join that group. Um, also, I'm going to challenge you to commit to show someone your card this week whether it's all 10 people on your list or one, the one person you wanna focus on this week, commit to showing that person this week their name. 
but then also be prepared to share what the Lord has been doing in your life or how you came to know him and be prepared to share the gospel with them if God is giving you the opportunity at that time when you show them the card. And this may not be the time. You may show them their name and, and like I said, they may say, well, thank you so much for praying for me. That means a lot. And that may be as simple as it is, but it opens a door for the next time you'll have a conversation with them to remind them, hey, I'm still praying for you. And then maybe at that point you can say, would you like to know why I'm praying for you? And then you can step into that conversation. So that's, that is the next challenge for you. And then again, the final one is pray. Gary shared it last time. Pray, pray, pray. It's the power in prayer, the power in that conversation with the Lord and, and the answers to prayer. I, there's just so much in, in praying and, and in this preparation time of using Operation Andrew, I, I've had some conversations with people just this week who said, you know, I know how to share the gospel and I've been trained in evangelism, but no one ever talked about how much prayer we should be doing. There is something to be said for the power of prayer and the time spent in the prayer, which is why we encourage you pray every day for the people on your list. And you will be amazed at the opportunities that God will provide when you're praying and when you're willing to be part of that answer for him. So um, what we want to do is go into breakout rooms. They're very easy. They're not scary. Just go in the room. Um, there will be three or four of you in there. Your room is assigned to you. And I want you to come up with a plan of at least say, I'm going to share my um, list with this person this week. And then how are you going to do it? I'm going to call them this week or I'm going to ask to meet them for coffee or I'm going to send them. I, I didn't even write this down on our list, but you could send them a quick handwritten note saying, hey, I've been thinking about you and I'm praying for you today. However you want to do it, but that is your challenge for your breakout room, who you will share with and how you will share. And then um, spend a minute praying for each other and the person that you're going to share with. And then we'll come back to wrap it up um, after this time. All right. I know that was probably short and sweet. It always goes by really quickly, but I hope that was an encouraging time of just sharing ideas and encouragement with how you can reach out to your people in the next week, because our next training is one week from tonight, since we had to reschedule from last week. It's going to be a quick week, but we would love to invite you back here, same time, same place, on March 4th for step number three of Operation Andrew. Um, we're going to be going over the ask, so you don't want to miss out on what the ask is. So you can register for our next training if you have not already. Um, just go on our website, internationalcommission.org slash training, click the word register, and that'll register you for the next one. And go ahead and register for the rest of the ones in this series if you haven't already. The great thing about registering is that even if you know you can't make it to a particular week, we record all the trainings. And if you're registered, we'll send out an email the next day with a recording in case you missed any part of it or just simply want to watch it. So go ahead and register for all the weeks. And we would just love to continue to train you in the seven steps of Operation Andrew and what comes next. So again, same time, same place next week.
So the next thing that I'm so excited about sharing with you guys, because this is new for International Commission, we are launching what we're calling North America Projects. So um, International Commission does a lot of international short-term mission trips that we simply call international projects. But as you know, with the state of our world right now, international travel is pretty tricky and um, we just can't do it. So at least for this time. So we are transitioning to doing the same Operation Andrew structure, but right here in the United States, we're gonna be partnering with churches, um, sending teams to different cities, for example, Boston, Las Vegas, Phoenix, just to name a few. And we would love to invite you to consider going with us on this pioneering opportunity of International Commission of doing a North America project. So if your church, if you think your church is interested in hosting a team, um, which would mean members in your church doing Operation Andrew, doing these steps and writing down names of people, praying for them. And if your church wants to then receive a team to then go out and share Christ with them, let us know. We, we would love to have your church participate and volunteer. Or if, if you're interested in going and partnering with churches, we need people to sign up as participants to go as well. So if you're interested in that, I don't think I have the email up there, but it's, it's very easy and I'll email it to you tomorrow. If you want to email naprojects at ic-world.org, let us know that you're interested and we would love to connect you um, with a strategist who is overseeing our North American projects. And also, I want to share with you all, if you have not been receiving communications from us regarding the E&E training, such as reminder emails, um, please check your spam or junk folder, because a lot of times, unfortunately, our emails end up there and people miscommunications and don't even realize it. So if you feel like you have not been hearing about the E&E trainings, even though you've signed up, go ahead and check your spam and junk folder, because... They're probably there and we don't want you to miss any important updates and reminders. Um, just make sure that you add training at ic-world.org to your contacts list and then it won't end up in that folder. Oh, and one more thing about, see if I can go back. Um, we're doing the North America projects, but we are still continuing to do international projects and we have some plan for the rest of the year. So if you're still interested in going internationally, you can um, apply for one of those trips online, internationalcommission.org slash go. And so you can see what trips we still have planned for the remainder of this year. So before we close, um, as we did last week, we would love to be praying for the people on your heart and in your life who do not yet know Christ. So right now, go ahead and type the name of one person in the chat, and I'm going to ask Penny to pray over those names um, before we close. And as you all are doing that, um, we have chosen a winner for the giveaway with some exclusive IC goodies, and the winner of that is Gwen Jones. So Gwen, congratulations. We will be sending you um, some exclusive IC things in the mail probably on Monday. So you can expect to receive those soon. Congratulations. For those of you who didn't win, you'll have an opportunity in the coming trainings um, to receive some things. So it looks like many people have put names down in the chat. Thank you very much. And Penny, I'll go ahead and ask you to please pray for um, all the names on this list. All right, um, I am going to do a group <laughs> prayer um, 
Go for it. And I um, just know that individually, yes, I'm covering them, um, but I'm going to just pray for all of them at once. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for the people here and their heart for reaching their family and their friends and their coworkers and the people that they have relationships with God, that they want these people to know you and walk with you and have eternal life with you. And so God, I pray for each of the people's um, names who were listed, those specific names tonight, um, as they reach out to these people this week and as they um, show people their cards or, or show them their list and say, hey, you're on my list and I'm praying for you and give them courage and boldness to be able to answer the why are you praying for me and give them courage and boldness to even step out and say, do you want to know why I'm praying for you? Open those doors and open the hearts to the people who are being prayed for God. Allow them to begin um, hearing your voice and being um, softened in their hearts toward you and towards um, the free gift of salvation that you're offering to them, God, and um, a life in Christ and a life of joy and peace and all the things that you give us um, that are so uh, special and so rewarding and so worth having a life with you here on this earth, but even greater to know that we'll spend eternity in your presence, praising your name, God. And so um, I just pray for each of the people on the list. I pray that they will come to a, a saving knowledge of you soon and um, be with those that are praying for them and um, bless them for their faithfulness, for wanting to reach the world for you. And we love you and we thank you so much that you've called us to be a part of uh, your work and that you've called us to be peacemakers while we're here on this earth to bring people to Christ. In your name I pray, amen. Amen.